becoming Egyptian. Alrighty, welcome to episode two of Becoming Egyptian. <laughs> um, it's a long road to get here. Two episodes it took us to get to this point. But we got to the point where we have uh, two special guests on the podcast today using that third mic that we bought off of Amazon. It's an honor to have it be covered in your guys' spit today. Um, do you want me to introduce you or, or you to introduce yourself? You can do the introductions. We'll leave it to you. Okay. Put the mic closer when you speak. Okay. All right? Okay. Thank you. Well, sweet. Okay, cool. So we got uh, on the far left... Not politically, but in terms of positionally on the couch. Jamie, he's um, ex uh, All Blacks. Um, no, junior. Junior. Junior All Blacks. Uh, junior All Blacks. Um, and now Formosa? Formosa Greenkeeper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm mowing lawns. Yeah, that, yeah. That, but that's cool though. Like, it's, it's cool. It's a so, lateral move. And then we have no. to the left of me, um, Lachlan Haitana. Um, formerly Haitana Creative, he was a copywriter. Now he's a co-founder of, of the probably the biggest marketing company in Auckland. Um, yes? No. No? But getting, trying to get there. Get there. Getting there. That's yeah. the thing about businesses. You can grow every single day. And 100%. Time is on your side. You're young. And it's cool. And um, yeah, on my right, Sid, the usual um, co-pilot of this. Well, not the usual yet. We've only got two episodes, so you don't know if it's the usual yet. But um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about the education system. What is the, what is the question like of today? Because we had a question last time, what is greatness? Yeah. What is the question of today? It's going to be less structured. We've got some distinguished guests on, obviously, um, as you've been introduced to them now. Yes. Um, yeah, it's probably going to be, well, we're hoping it's going to be more. Yeah. Okay, go on. When, when the giggles have subsided, um, yeah. it's probably going to be a bit more free-flowing. Well, that's the hope at least. Yeah, um, hopefully yeah, the mics work. Of, is it working right now? No, it's working. <laughs> just hopefully it stays working. Um, yeah, just talking about the education system in the West in general, what we like, what we don't like, what could change, um, and personal experiences, and then also if we have time, other what? stuff. Other stuff, yeah. And all the opinions today are unqualified, unjustified. Um, <clears throat> and completely unnecessary and over the top. Exactly. Unneeded. So if you don't click on the but, podcast. But, yeah. but we can't be too hard on ourselves, Mr. Co-host, because we are now in double digit viewers. Yes. High, high double digits. Yes. So it used to be just our parents watching the video. Now it's our <laughs> and parents and their friends. And our kids. I've been watching since the start. Thank you. Lachlan's been watching me yeah. since, the start, since I was a kid. Day one fan? Mm. Day one fan. Yeah. Day Shit. two fan right here. Day two fan. Thank you. Well, okay. All right. So business tycoon and ex All Black we've got in our fan base. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. A, you, you could not have a better lineup on a couch. Seriously. I, no, there's try, been some pretty try, good, try imagining there's, one. There's been can't. some pretty good couches out there historically, but yeah. this lineup is special. Shout out to Harvey. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> go on. <laughs> What's the first? Uh, um, yeah, well, we can probably just start with um, personal stories to start with. Um, how did we, Fuck. where did we all grow up school-wise? Did we all grow up here? We met, okay, I met these two about 12 minutes ago. So I'm learning about them just as you are. Yeah, well, I guess, so, yeah. Yeah, schooling-wise, did you guys both grow up here in Auckland? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I grew up in Beachlands, Maraitai area. Nice, nice. Um, went to Beachlands School, uh, transitioned to Elam Christian College. Let's go. Which is yeah, interesting one. Went to Botany Down Secondary College. And then went to King's College. So those are all my schools throughout the years. Nice, Sounds bro. Good. Yeah, I also grew up in Beachlands. Actually, that's Let's where go. Uh, Jamie and myself met. That's where... Yeah, we met as well. Session and myself met. But I, w I went to Beachlands Primary School. Beachlands Primary School was an interesting one because it was year zero to eight. Nice. So most yeah. schools kick you out at year six you go to intermediate Shit, okay so you went you went straight you go to into eight. the transition from primary school to college is that two-year intermediate period but we don't have that at beach and school it was now, just straight year zero to year eight i see and then straight yeah. to high school now kids can transition at any point in time and then i went to that was uncalled for, disrupt his flow man yeah that did disrupt my I, flow. that was uncalled for i'm sorry so I, I had a pretty you know generic schooling Okay. journey all right but you session on the other hand 
You yeah, went to multiple mom, schools across the globe, didn't you? Tell us about that. Yeah, uh, my dad. Are you he sticking in, with that story? Are you? Which one? Oh, he still doesn't <laughs> believe that I lived in Qatar, but I did. Yeah, I lived in the Middle East. Yeah, um, it is what it is. It was it was fun. My dad works in construction, so he likes to move around a lot and go work on different projects. And so I got moved around with him, and I went to school. Yeah, in South Africa, started in South Africa, um, then Middle East, and then New Zealand, and then we met in Beachlands. <laughs> we met in the we met in Beachlands, and if you don't if you don't know like Beachlands, it's a place in New Zealand. It's like um, isolated from Auckland. It's in Auckland, but it's isolated from Auckland. So it's yeah. in many ways, it's got one road in, one road out. So it is by definition probably a cult, but like mm-hmm. it's not um, it's not a cult. It's supposed to be a suburb, but if you just had to look at it from an outsider's perspective, it's probably a cult. It's its own ecosystem, yeah. It's its own ecosystem. Yeah. But of the best style. kind. The, the best kind of cult, though, because look at the shining light examples we've got oh, here. Thank you. Thank yeah. You. This, I'm here, right here. This <laughs> yeah. All right, so, uh, well, Lockie, with you, um, growing oh, no, up... I said, sorry, we didn't... We ne- we Where did you go to school, your, man? Your schooling journey. I don't think you can skip school. <sighs> okay. Did you skip school or tell us? I, yeah, I guess I moved to new zealand when i was three went to kindy hated it went to school hated it okay primary school um yeah central and then i moved out to east auckland went to willowbank somerville mclean's college this will be pretty foreign to most of our viewers okay. but um yeah i pretty much hated every minute of it um and then i went to uni classic that's why you like nirvana so much because you, you you hated school hate hated everything hated life yeah, I, I'm say I built that up as if it's gonna change, but then I started uni and it was the exact same. But like, right. you um, hated uni as well. Actually, for the first two or three months, I was like, "Yeah, this is fucking blissful because it's not school." Mm-hmm. Um, but then I realized, no, it is just school. It's just school for adults, which is even more ridiculous. Like, what are we doing here? Right. Um, we'll probably get into uni and like whether or okay. not it's useful and that okay. kind of thing a bit later on. But yeah, went to Auckland Uni, 100%. finished that, and now I'm. What did you study at Auckland Uni? Around. Um, I did economics and finance, probably the most dull combo ever. Oh, but I did do Spanish. Yeah, and now we're gonna we might be using our Spanish soon. Um, yes, your co-hosts are moving to Argentina next month. Yes, Scott. and it's not because we're rich; it's because we've been saving up for a long time. Mm. No, it's minimum wage hours were billed. Don't have money, so we're moving to a country where we don't need dollars. Exactly. So we picked Argentina. What do you, what do you need there? Pesos. Well, we. Pesos, yeah. And, yeah. But the thing is, we thought Argentina was going to be cheaper, but apparently they're going through some hyperinflation at the moment. Turns out they're more expensive than Auckland. So I don't know if I'm actually going to survive there now. <laughs> might have to move back. I told my mom I'm going for seven months. Might be seven days. You go to a restaurant and apparently the <laughs> prices on the menu change while you're at the restaurant. Well, here's yeah. when, when you start, <laughs> From when you start dining to when you end dining, it's like 2x yeah. the price. This is, a, this is a quick segue, but yeah. while we're on the topic of dining in Argentina... Yeah. Can we address the elephant in the room? Okay, go ahead. What's the elephant in the room? Your co-host doesn't eat meat. He doesn't eat beef, sorry. Me? And you're going to the beef <laughs> capital of the world. Yeah. Oh, Buenos damn Aires. it. Damn so it. So tell me a little bit about why you chose Argentina, <coughs> the state capital of the world. The state. I think ignorance would be reason number one. Right. Okay, yeah. What's your reason? For not eating beef? For not beef? eating beef. Give us a valid justification um, right it's now. It's because, you know... Historically, looking at my lineage, we oh, don't eat we beef. Go. So okay, so the, the the thing is though, if your if your family doesn't do something, that's a valid reason not to do something. It's like um, if 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 you know we we've lost trust in family structure and ancestry. We've lost respect for ancestry, right? <laughs> if my ancestry, if my lineage said they did a certain thing, wh- who am I to go and ruin it? Their their presence and their life choices was exactly what led to me being alive today on the couch. So who am I to deviate from what they did? Who am I? No, you. T- I explained to you who I am, but now I'm asking, who am I? You're, you're nobody. You should. You have a, absolutely <laughs> no right to change something that's always been happening. Yes, exactly. Um, unless you have a very, very good reason, and I don't think and that reason do. is Argentinian beef. So that's why you're going there. I don't catalyst know. Catalyst for change. Catalyst for change. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're just uh, going to fall in love with a girl there. She's going to be like, try it for me. And then you'll be like, yeah, okay. I've already done that. You've already... Wait, so you eat or you don't eat beef? I don't eat beef. <laughs> okay, but you've tried For it. the record, I don't <laughs> eat beef. We're still in the early days of the episodes when my parents are watching, okay? So you need to calm down because we're still in the early days when I ask yeah. them to watch so we can get views. 
Can I just make a comment? Yes. Just on your um, <laughs> okay. just on your comment about family structures, and this relates to this, the education system. Do you think that if you get the family su- structures right, you won't need an education system, and you have family structures leading the way? Oh, whoa, whoa. hey, this guy's Damn. onto it. Okay, what do you <laughs> think, Sid? He says on the pod, he drops a bomb, drops fire. <laughs> yeah, I think um, I guess on paper, the more ordered. The nuclear family structure is the more ordered the child's life is going to be and the more ordered it is the less requirement for institution in general Um, because i think of the education system as sort of outsourcing something that is inherently a family or an extended family or like a village traditionally Um, traditionally yeah it's their job to sort of take care of their own you know um, it's only when things go down south do we outsource something that should be a privilege what do you think wow no, I exactly what you said there. I mean, yeah, that's a that good a question, man. Sexy question. Um, maybe, maybe yeah. if the family structure is correct, do, we do not need school. Well, that's what but the co- correlation suggests right now, right? Um, as we have less and less sort of traditional families, education seems to be breaking down as well. Yeah, true. But the problem is globalization. And the problem is that all these technologies are out and if one family doesn't have a grasp on the technology and one family does their son daughter is doomed if they don't get an advantage yeah they're at a big disadvantage like the other day you had a linkedin argument with some lady and (laughs) the email uh, sign up to his email list by the Mm. way um he gives really good emails every now and then but the other day he had a little um linkedin thread beef it's like like twitter beef but it's like slightly more professional Mm. um he had some linkedin beef and this lady was talking about how she still didn't need ChatGPT to write her newsletters Mm, mm. right yeah she was talking about how it was pretty much a cheap lousy useless piece of of technology if you wanted good quality content Mm. um but little did she know well, yeah, she didn't know how to, to use the technology. So I guess we're talking about the education and um, disadvantages and, and how to use technology and how not to use technology. And I, I think that's the gray area when we're talking about the education system. Yeah, that's a having, really good... Having, having the correct access and knowing what to do with it. Yeah. So do you think that complicates things? The fact, like just the world that we're living in today, practically, mm-hmm. the whole family structure thing used to be key, but now we've got so many other things that you need to have a grasp on that yeah yeah the tech aspect definitely adds another variable it's also more and more um specific even within tech because previously i think we had centralized technology something like a television where everyone has access to one you know like um emanating news source and so the news is what the guy on the tv says whereas now i can you know listen to who i want to listen to and someone else listens to who they want to and just cherry pick what you want and so it feels like we're getting even more and more separated into our camps. Yeah. Mm. Well, what do you think, do you Jamie? Think, Jamie? Um, nah, no thoughts actually. No, take a moment, man. It's okay. Yeah, we don't we don't rush things over here. Thing, yeah. It's not a it's not one of these well, television yeah, limited. No time. rush, man. But what would you say is like a different variable we could throw into the mix in terms of what affects? Um, education aside from say the family structure and aside from increasing tech um is there anything else that comes to mind that affects education yeah uh what about like religion yeah probably faith and culture faith religion culture because you've got you've got you've got a whole lot of religious people you've got a whole lot of cultures especially in new zealand very multicultural and then you got like what, whole bunch of Indians, whole bunch of Chinese, yeah. whole bunch of Maldives, Pacific Islanders, look Pakeha's, at the couch, and it's like, look at the couch, look yeah. at the couch, man, couch. and it's like we're it's going you, from more, most Indian to the least Indian. Yeah. Where do you find that common ground and get that good kind of structured growth in a child? That's but, a good but question. Between cultures and between religions. And where do you find that when half the people don't believe there is a common ground we could have? Yeah, maybe right? there isn't, hey. And does that take us back to whether it is a good thing in general to be mixing cultures? I think everything takes us back to that, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I think yeah, people's, yes. Like on mass, people's thoughts on education probably largely depend on their own heritage, like your thoughts on beef. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Go on. 
No, it's not a spiel. It's just that's it, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> any, any disagreements? Uh, yeah. No, I'm not qualified to disagree. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, that makes sense. So, uh, what? So, where are we going with this now? So, we've said family structure. If you've got that in order, yep. There's no need for our conventional education system that we have in the back of our heads. But then we've introduced the idea of um, emerging technology. And um, all, yeah, all of the things we've mentioned being sort of valid variables as to why education seems to spike and dip every now and then collectively. Yes. As in, you know, rates of literacy and also just um, extended education as well. Um, so ethnocentris- yeah. ethnocentrism, <laughs> is that where everyone has the same religion in the, cult- in the, in the, in the gazoo? I don't know what a gizu is, but I no, I think ethnocentrism is um, viewing someone else's culture through through your own culture's lens, and then oh, okay. saying, "Oh no, nah, they're idiots because they don't do it our way." Okay, right. I've gotten it wrong. Then sorry. I was going to go on a whole, whole spiel. Um, but yeah, well, so that's a bit of personal background. Um, what wow. do we think is? It doesn't have to be specific to New Zealand, but education in the West, what are like the main obvious things that come to mind in terms of what's wrong with it? Where could we be improving kids' lives? Um, I don't know. Like, um, like what was most frustrating for you guys in school? Like the things that pissed you off the most day to day? Well, the obvious one, we just, we don't really get taught. I mean, I was learning English quotes from Shawshank Redemption <laughs> and, Four and, times and over. The Great Gatsby. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, now I'm, now what? I'm mowing lawns, which is a great, <laughs> which is a great future. Okay, yeah, it's so great, but it's like learning Shawshank Redemption quotes ain't helping me now. That's now true. I, now I got to pay bills. So practicality know? is yes. not is not that's taught in school. Very percent. I think that's yeah. the, one the main the, one. One of the biggest flaws. They don't teach us how to manage our taxes. They don't teach us how to even driving. Like yeah, like, you come to think about it, there needs to be practical courses in high school that teach kids how to drive yeah well they're, they're hanging on a bit too much to the to the old the old ways right yeah mm. yeah seems that like way. the job you're doing now you never heard a word about it until you finished uni eh? well I, I did a marketing degree at uni and i didn't know what copywriting was until i found it on my own accord soul searching and three you found years it. <laughs> into my degree and it's the most important part of marketing so yeah i think the practicality aspect of education is what I mean, I can't speak for the East because I don't know about the East, but I think that's what we're failing with. Yeah, practicality the seems West. to be absent Yeah, in yeah. most cases. But then, but then th- that's not to say that we've got the theory right either. Yeah, are we really teaching the truth anyways in, in the theoretical way? Or at least the relevant theories, right? Which I don't think we're doing because a lot of the kids will often, in high school especially, they might come to grow fond of great literature later on, but in school it's like, why am I reading... Shakespeare what what is the point and there is no valid answer that the teacher can give you that sort of justifies it is it and there's a lack so like you say that might ask why is Shakespeare like why are we learning Shakespeare but there's also a lack of the school explaining to students why like why are we learning physics so you go through the entirety of school saying learn physics learn physics learn physics and it's only after you finish uni and you watch Joe Rogan that you realize that physics is actually a cool subject but it's way too late now because in school they just said learn physics. They never told you why. Yeah, I think it was sort of embedded um, reasoning as to why maybe 50 years ago because being a physicist was an actual career pathway and physics in general as a science form was pretty lucrative. It was paying its scientists well and all these kinds of things. But as all of that's faded away for whatever reasons we can get into, school seems to be lacking behind. It's like yeah, literally not keeping up with the times. So practicality is missing or what was yeah. s- missing to an extent. And then, um, yeah. What are the other problems that come to mind? Um, say. I think, and, and this is changing rapidly. It's been changing for about three years now since COVID, but even more so now with, with AI. And I think it's a good change. I think the idea of exams mm-hmm. is, is, I think that's flawed. Just stop putting them in the pressure cooker. I think the pressure cooker for for kids, um, you know, even for uh, you know university students, I don't think it's the right way to teach people. It it, mm. it encourages rote learning. It encourages cramming. 
I mean, I went yeah. through that whole process, um, you know, throughout high school and university. and You come up with nothing, eh? You come up with nothing. And, and you actually resent learning to, an ex- to, a, yeah, to a degree yeah. because all you're learning for is the exam. Yeah, not for yourself. So but, again, that yeah. comes back to what you were saying, Session, about the why. Yeah. Mm. It's, you're not, they're not giving us a why. They're just saying, hey, well, the why is the exam. The why is the exam. Yeah. yeah, and I've been told multiple times in school by teachers when, I, when, I'm, when we're in biology, and biology is quite, in, to me now, is quite interesting. But at the time, I'd say, you know, I'd want to divert a little bit from the curriculum to learn a little bit something else about biology. Mm. I can tie it in later, but at the moment, I'm just really interested in this small, you know, digression from the main topic they were learning, and the teacher would tell me, you don't need to worry about that. It's not in the exam. But like, you know. So, so the why is the exam and then the why for the exam is high paying job. And that has broken down as well, right? When, mm. yeah, now that the definition of high paying has also broken high down. High paying means nothing when you have inflation rates like ours and taxes like ours. Mm. Yeah, um, Argentina, 102% or something like that. How the <laughs> hell do you, how do you keep up with that? <laughs> yeah, 102%. No, nah, seriously, like Sid wasn't joking. You go into a restaurant, you see the price on the menu, you order. By the time you order, they bring you a new menu with that was, new prices. That was, um, <laughs> Venezuela. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, well, <laughs> um, did 2020 change things even more drastically for the negative? Because um, you, you mentioned, Lockie, the whole rote learning thing and how exams are bad for humans. It's because you're you're not learning anything, and you're gro- and you're growing to resent the topic they're cramming down your throat. Um, that kind of education is probably going to be the first to go, right? With AI, because you're just sort of launching yourself into obsolescence. Because the first thing that a program is going to be able to do is um, the things that a human can do. That's through rote learning. Because you're not thinking for yourself, I guess. No, no, when you're done chewing. Sorry, I, I don't know why. There's an I, ice chewer. I eat my eyes. Um, Chew into well, the mic. I guess this is a, the question now, Sid, is how, what, what change is going to happen in response? Very interesting. Because that was a catalyst. I think it was a much mm. needed catalyst. But the question is now is what is the change? Very interesting. And yeah, is it even in our hands or is it just like a revolution you know, coming our way? I think to an extent it isn't in our hands with technology advancing as quickly as it is. Um, it's in Mark Zuckerberg's hands No. Yeah, well, I Th- think... This is the deep state part of the conversation. Yeah, I think there there are phases where we, we adapt and advance as, you know, civilization. And I think we're going through one of those phases now. A lot of people scared... A lot of people are scared of AI. Hmm. But I don't think it's as you know, much of a black pill as people are making it out to be. Yeah. What do you think? You, well, we've had this conversation before is that this type of hyper revelation has happened before in the past, you know, <laughs> and um, it's happened before and it has changed the world many times before. And perhaps AI is one of those things. But perhaps AI is also not one of those things. Perhaps AI is the, is Oppenheimer, the destroyer of worlds. True. But time will tell. Literally, time will tell. Open timer. <laughs> no, sorry, that was so bad. At least wait for someone else to laugh first. Right? Okay, yeah, I, I'm terrible. At, I'm he just has laughing. To get the ball rolling. Yeah, I. <laughs> sorry. First. Yeah, uh, my bad. Any Jamie? I mean, were you given the why in school? Yeah, I think it was just like the exams and the study and the the money and stuff, sort of. But the why is gone now. I mean. You got girls who can sell feces in a bag, for money, <laughs> you know. So, yeah, the yeah. why is completely gone. I mean, when you got when you got them making thousands of dollars, you know, yeah. <laughs> high-paying jobs, high-paying yeah. jobs. Exactly, yeah, foot picks <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's actually a thing. So. Do you think, Jamie? There's a certain kind of person for whom the traditional school um, structure is good. Because we might be outliers here, right? Is there like a group of people you can think of for whom the whole exam thing's worthwhile? Yeah, yeah, probably people that are probably system system workers. 
you know, like workers. Ladder climbers. Workers, man. Labourers. Ladder climbers. Like myself. I'm in that category. I'm not some person that owns a business, but like, yeah. Yeah, ladder climbers. That's mm, it. Yeah. Ladder climbers, man. It's, it's, it's crea- they're creating workers for the system to carry on. Yep. Yeah. Doctors. Doctors, oh, lawyers. Yeah. Doctors, I, I wouldn't go... The thing... So, I would probably buy marketing service, services from Lachlan, even if he didn't have a marketing degree, just based on the results they've gotten. But a doctor, for some reason, I would never go to him if he doesn't have his degree. Yeah, I think, you know, there are still use cases for the traditional system to an extent. The traditional pass the exam, this so we know you're at a level. Exactly. This is the example we always talk about, which is... Um, you know, when 2020 hit and everyone went online, we, it, it was all fun and games until we realized, oh shit, what if I, you know, need a heart operation and then my surgeon did online learning, mm. t- didn't go through exams. Yeah, and used Quizlet to pass his exams. <laughs> yeah, what happens Kahoot. then? Kahoot. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon I could go on like Microsoft Paint to make myself a, <laughs> a degree, you know? Yeah. A master's. And it would be worth the same. They hang it on the wall and stuff. I'll go yeah. buy a frame from Paper Plus. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Plus the most, the, the highest, gr- the, the, the growth rate, the highest growing degree at the moment is gender studies. Is that actually true? Or? No, I don't know. I don't have the facts at hand. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's doing gender studies. These, everyone becomes a... <laughs> Everyone becomes a master Everyone's of gender bec- studies these days. <laughs> eh? Everyone's becoming Egyptian, so yeah. Yeah. True. Um, <laughs> Egyptian studies. Wow. Okay. Yeah, well, in terms of things we could implement to the existing system, do you think there's opportunities there? Like a lot of people have been calling. Again, I don't have the stats on hand, <laughs> but I know personally a lot of people who are like, why do we not do psychedelics safely in school with a shaman? Wouldn't that open our horizons more than anything else? Well, um, is that worth exploring? Wait, do you actually know a lot of people saying that? Including myself. Yeah, I mean, um, Graham Hancock, when he goes into the Joe Rogan uh, podcast, he keeps talking about, he keeps, you know, praising the shamanic cultures. And I think rightfully so, they've definitely got something right. Mm-hmm. And um, that's that seems to be probably the biggest black hole in um, Western education is the discovery of self. Like everything is about understanding the external world and the biggest lacking factor is the yeah self-mastery part. And I mean, that's why depression is high and all this other stuff because they, they give you so little resources on that kind of stuff, which mm-hmm. seems to be very important. And the shamanic cultures um, seem to have put high priority on stuff like that. At what what age would that be introduced? Huh, turning to the expert, eh? This is true. We need we do need Paris. to get we do need to get some real numbers here, precise. So, yeah. um, I don't know, thirteen. I'd no, say 50. twenty. I'd say twenty-one. So that's not school then. Eighteen. That's also not school. Wait, so ha- wait. I, I'm confused. How would this look? I don't know how this would look, man. I think this is your proposal. I'm trying to think it through. This would look like the same way you have math class and reading class. You have mm. self-discovery, right? but okay. not in a happy way where you just like g- have free play or recess um, with no end. And no shoes. <laughs> yeah, socks and shoes required, but a structured, um, yeah, like a self-discovery form. And each, I would say you'd want it to be governed locally. So each sort yeah. of institution can decide for themselves and they can particularize it for the mass of kids they have. Because you don't want to have like a top-down system. Because that's just school as it is right now, right? You don't want to have just mm. one size fits all. Um, we're trying to implement the opposite of that. So, yeah, any order should be from bottom up, not top down. I guess. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying you should let the kids decide though. No. Mm. <laughs> but so, I think. But I think they can do that class with. I'm not, and I'm not against psychedelics, by the way. I'm just. I'm. I'm actually for it. But I'm saying, maybe they shouldn't have substance use at for all the way through high school maybe it should just be no no yeah, no. no they should no <laughs> and also when i say psychedelics that's a placeholder term for general okay yeah, yeah. right i'm okay. not saying like you have to take LSD. Physic- okay no right because i'm uh, yeah i definitely think they need to understand um yeah the whole self-discovery part of education from an early age. that can be started very early um and ideally, it would be done outside of school, right? Because the minute it's enforced, it defeats the purpose. 
Yeah. But we don't live in villages with 150 people where the mm. grandma raises you. And so, yeah. Sorry, can you explain to me like what you guys mean by self-discovery? Like fully sort of thing? Uh, is it well, just like knowing who you are? Uh, was I guess we sort of have, me and Session have a shared language developed now over the last few sort of months where we, I think unconsciously commonly think that the biggest thing plaguing people in the west is stuff like nihilism and anxiety and you know um death anxiety in particular and so everything they do for distraction so that would be your classic dopamine hits like scrolling on your phone watching porn going to mcdonald's all of that stuff is um, acting as a large cover-up because you can't sit in a room in silence and i would what i would call self-discovery is something like accessing a higher state of consciousness such that you can sit in a room in silence and not be completely paranoid mm. which is you pretty can, hard without substances you can be comfortable in your own solitude yeah and it doesn't mean isolating and being one of those guys who's like up in the mountains and i don't care what people think because that that's literally sociopathic right by definition if you don't feel uh pain at someone else's pain that kind of thing you want to be connected and you want to remain tethered to society but how can you do that in a healthy way that doesn't require you to watch endless porn yeah and just to add on to that like it's quite unfortunate when you said that i think it's the schooling system it's like all teachers do is try to distract you i mean i've worked in a school and like teachers just want to distract the kids so they can just yeah. do what they need to do so you're, you're yeah. learning the opposite to self-discovery from school at year one mm. yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah so, so the core problem's never addressed it's just turned the other way mm. yeah pretty well, much. a lot of the times you're missing self-discovery and you're actually doing teacher discovery because the teacher the teacher's opinions ends up leaking relentlessly into the classroom <laughs> and yeah. um that's another that's another thing so if we like how do we because when you have countries split in two political sides of the spectrum, it's very hard to understand what opinion or viewpoint we're going to push in the schooling system because we have to push one. We don't want kids to sit on the fence, right? That's so, controversial. I think me and you agree on that. Uh, we don't like tepid states. We want people to know what they want, but I think not everyone agrees with that. Yeah, but the reason I'm saying that is because I'd like to get to a point where it's like teachers are screened and I'm not... Hit, I Teachers play a really important job. I'm just saying there needs to be a process in place where there's barriers in place so that teachers cannot just splurge everything they've heard on CNN or Fox News back to the kids. Like, yeah, and a lot of the time it's not um, done willingly, right? It's a part of the curriculum now, critical race theory. That's, that's how it's gotten even worse. It used to be just the teacher doing it out of their own will. Now it's the teacher doing it because the principal told them to do it because the two guys in charge of America told them to do it. <laughs> Well, sponsored just, by Pfizer okay. just to like but in like this kind of brings on a good point of, of homeschooling yeah. yes like, what are your guys thoughts on homeschooling because you've got you've got the what's it called the normal way of doing school mm. which you're talking about and these teachers learning things and talking smack to the kids so what's what's where's homeschooling fit in and what do you reckon very nice segue man we were going to homeschooling is actually something we wanted to touch on so yeah what do you let's touch it let's touch it let's <laughs> okay <laughs> sorry sorry about that um yeah well i just noticed more and more people sort of taking the side of home <laughs> of homeschooling um <laughs> well, i've lost it now <laughs> do you want to start what your thoughts are on homeschooling <laughs> give them the mic yeah, I think it's just to say the first thing I say is it's dangerous because I know we've all met some weird homeschoolers. Mm. That's the thing. Some strange homeschoolers. That's yes. the thing. It is the birthplace for weirdness. That's true. That's also the birthplace <laughs> for eccentric geniuses though, right? And it's like Correct. for every one, I don't know, Elon, we have nine absolute idiots just yeah. <laughs> like yeah. through the same system. We have, for every Elon, we have nine mouth breathers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, the nose to mouth ratio is pretty off. Um, <laughs> so then how do, how do you how do you do it right how do you do homeschooling right that's the thing is like you every time genius occurs the phenomena it's a very fine line genius is like a dance between psychopathy and genius continuously <laughs> so the same goes for homeschooling it, you either end up with like an exemplary an exemplary person or you end up with a you know fuckwit 
So like, how do you like, then maybe homeschooling needs to be restructured as well. Cause maybe it is the, the right option, but I don't know. Cause, well, I think if you're homeschooling with the fixed national curriculum, that sort of defeats the purpose. Like, you would want to self-direct your curriculum. And when I say self-direct, if you're six years old, it's obviously going to be one of your parents. Um, but yeah, I guess um, the whole point of homeschooling, to my mind, is just particularizing your education so that, like you mentioned earlier, Session, if you ask a question, the teacher doesn't just say, oh, that's not in the syllabus, so don't worry about it. Um, instead, you just explore where you want to go. But I guess, yeah, um, there are all these requirements that have to be met um, in terms of you have to, in fact, be genuinely curious and an in inquisitive person. You know, if you're genuinely just a fuckwit, then the school system's better for you. Yeah. Well, that's a really good... So you're saying, like, if you take if you take your child out of school and then you give them the traditional schooling structure, but without all their friends, now you've just screwed... That's a recipe for disaster. You've just screwed them even further because you're giving them the same flawed education without the social life now. Mm. So you must... You must tailor it, like you You're said. You're actually breeding a mouth breather then. Yeah, so if you really want to do the homeschooling part, you do, you do really have to restructure the, their education. Yeah, it would require a serious pull from like both the child and the parents um, and really be rowing in the same direction there. It's definitely an odd case, but I think on the odd chance it works out, that one genius does propel society more forward than well, anyone, right? Yeah, I think the the main balance you have to find is the social side, 100%. Yeah. Because yeah. Mm. when we say we know weird homeschools, it's because they've been deprived yeah. of the social opportunities that we've had. Yeah, yeah. 100%. So I guess the, the, the balance you'd have to have would be, you know, making sure that your kids are in sports. 100%, yeah. Making sure they're in, you know, the likes of scouts, you know, those yeah. extracurricular activities. But I, I don't think that they need to be around, you know, other kids for six to eight hours a day. Yeah, Sitting potentially, desks, yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, who knows? Maybe that is doing more damage than it is doing good. Doing the most, yeah. I think if there was enough funding, we might even be able to do it on a case-by-case -case basis. You know, if you actually just put enough of your resources there, then um, if one kid looks like he's really struggling, then actually pay attention to that rather than just looking the other way. Yeah, and so this brings us to the the real issue, I think, with homeschooling, especially in New Zealand nowadays, mm -hmm. is most people can't afford it. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh, by the way, if you're a homeschooler watching this, we're not we're not hating on you. Like, if you if you need a friend, like, slide into the DMs. I'll like we'll happily talk back to you. Like, we're not isolating you. We're just discussing it. It's purely a discussion. Purely a discussion. No, I've, I've said the opposite actually. Um, to everyone I know, like, <laughs> don't slide into my DMs. <laughs> just go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was homeschooled, so I'm pretty deprived. Were you homeschooled? No. Uh, oh, no, sorry, you didn't. Yeah, sorry, I didn't listen in the beginning, sorry. No, what I was going to say is, um, if my kid comes up to me, age 18, and says, I want to go to uni, that's the end of our relationship. Because <laughs> either they're, f like, demented beyond repair, or I've fucked up as a parent to let them think that tertiary education is a valid thing. What if they want to become a doctor, a lawyer, or an engineer? They want to. They want to. That'll be no a good comment. test. No, no that'll comment. that'll actually be a good test because if you're an Indian parent that doesn't force them to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, yeah. and they still come to you and they say they want to be a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, and you I know it's in the blood. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah and I'm exactly. telling them not to. Yeah. I've lost my Indian license. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. But yeah, what so what was the question? What would you do? <laughs> what would I do? The question that you asked. Sorry, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're going to have to reset here. Just Lachlan asked a question about, which was an interesting question before we carried on, about um, like money. Yes. Being able to afford homeschooling. And that's like, that's tough because if you don't have the money, you, you can't, like, there's all these ideas, but you can't, you, people have no option but to yeah. send to yeah. public schools that are run by Satan. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, they're, they're evil, man. Your kind of language, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> No, hundred hundred percent, bro. But the the thing is, the when we talk about the practicality aspect, like even if they did give enough money, like the government tomorrow just you know just announced a funding package for homeschooling, they'd need to change the entire workplace and like the barriers for entry into the workplace and everything. That like it's just amazing how much everything trickles on from the schooling system. Once they if they make such a fundamental change, 
down at the bottom level that everything would need to change to accept the people that's going to come through the system now so like if if there's like if there's like 20 million kids that are getting homeschooled and all of them are on an individual curriculum based on what they wanted like or where they feel their strengths are we might come out with 20 million different strengths um and that might better the society or that might turn us into like one of those alternate realities in rick and morty that just lights into fire eventually yeah yeah, well, you would think that the societal forces wouldn't want that because then who's going to, you know, put the lids on the milk bottles? Like, we need to breed factory workers. Yeah. Um, and that's what we're doing with exams, right? To go back to what we were saying earlier. Yeah, and then um, that, that that is a good question. Like, ultimately, who do we want to do the schooling? Si- who do we want to optimize the schooling system for? The government or for the kids? Yeah, well, I think it's not in the government's best interest um, to have... 20 million independent thinkers right because yeah someone needs to do the job that someone needs to do you got to keep them stuck man if i was jacinda ardern or chris hipkins <laughs> you got to keep them stuck keep them stuck keep them hashtag stuck. keep them yeah. stuck and then now obviously us talking it's up to the parents to bring their kids out of exile you know <laughs> and to be that 20 million that actually think for themselves or whatever if i was jacinda oh my goodness no comment yeah all right Sorry, Jacinda. Yeah, you, you, I'm sure you're a lovely lady. You can bleep that one out. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> gonna, <laughs> that might have hey. to be the, that might have hey. to be the first cut. <laughs> free will. Free will on this. Couch. No, no. I'm not. I'm not cutting it. I'm not cutting it. All I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna say I disagree. Okay. okay. Aww. No, I'm joking. I know um, you're joking. Um. <laughs> where where were? Okay, so we we're on homeschooling now. Hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Yeah. Um. It's great to have you guys here, by the way. Thanks. No, it's actually great. Yeah, so, it's a blessing. Thank you. thank you for being here. It's a blessing in disguise. So we're on the homeschooling topic now. Um, I think when we're talking about homeschooling, are we talking about the primary, secondary, or tertiary education? I think um, it's more and more risky the younger the kid. So you'd want to start at the tertiary level probably. Homeschooling. Yeah, just self-directed wow. learning in general, I think. Um, What's tertiary? Uni. Like uni. <laughs> Okay. Or, yeah. <laughs> Little more worker here. <laughs> but we just we just figured out that uni's useless. So why would you even need to know what that is? There you go. Thanks for the support. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up over stupid shit. I oh, appreciate it. It's like it's like beating yourself <laughs> up <laughs> if you don't. No, like no, like you know. <laughs> oh, man, I tertiary. What the heck's tertiary? Is it? No, no, like shit. it's a good point. Like if you if you're mad, that <laughs> is it a furniture? Shit. Sorry. No. <laughs> you're mad that you can't sell feed picks. It's not even a worthy endeavor. Thanks, so man. don't be mad about it, you know? Yeah. Next time. <laughs> yeah, no disagreement. Okay, there. Mr. Interviewer, do you want to lead the thing further? Because um, I, I, did we come to a conclusion on homeschooling? Let's do a quick fire on would you send your kids to homeschool? Yeah. Starting, no. In the current, Wait, so no, no, no. Start, start, start with Jamie. First, let's set the scene. We're okay. in 2023 in the current... Are we in the current time or are we in this utopia where... No, no, we're in the current time. We're in the current time. Because we're okay, not deluded, go. right? We're, we're very real here. Well, if I could just share my opinion on what I would do, mm-hmm. okay, sort yeah. of the homeschool hybrid, yeah. I'd go to like year six, year eight in the schooling system to learn like reading, spelling and all that. And then by between those years, discern about three things that my kid could be really good at in the future. And mm. then after that, really focus on that. Laser in. Him, and that's the sort of homeschooling. Right. But that's like if I had heaps of money. I don't have heaps And of would money. you get a private tutor to take on year, year eight onwards? I don't know. If I, had, if I had enough money, I'd do it myself and kind of like help out my kid. For example, like if, I, if he was really good with his hands, well, then I'd find like a local um, builder that's keen to take him under his wing for like, I don't know, really cheap wages, mm. you know, but he's learning. He's becoming a builder at the age of like 14, 13. Mm. Six. Nah, six gonna hate because he'll go through the From yes, Lego to yeah, Sight. Yeah. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's all that's all that so homeschooling sort of yes and no. Hybrid. All right. Hybrid. Hybrid. Go on, Lucky. Um yes. Um hybrid approach. Hybrid approach. I'm liking the hi- I think hybrid approach might be the hybrid yeah, approach. No, nah, hybrid approach, but I I'm, I'm probably thinking the inverse. Okay. Inverse. How oh, does, how does start that by specializing. I would start no, I would I would I would rather homeschool my cat up until the age of let's say 12 13 and send them in after on the social side make sure they're doing sports extra, extracurricular activities mm. you know meeting up with family friends staying engaged in the community that way 
mm. just so they don't come out of homeschool at 12, you know, and be like lost. a toddler. Right, yeah. Or like social skills of a toddler, I should say, because they'll be smart. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think giving them the opportunity, if they want to go through high school, I think with the foundation that they have from the previous six to eight years of homeschool, I think I'd be comfortable with that. Obviously, I would be very selective with where I'd want to send them to, though. Mm. I, w- I probably wouldn't let them go to any high school. Mm. Yeah. Because uh, I didn't have a great op- uh, experience in high school. High school can make or break a lot of people, so you've got to be very careful with that. But I think first five, six years of primary school, I think I'd probably want to take that. Home school. Home school. Nice. Yeah. And I think I'd probably, like, I guess from a logistical point of view, I think it would be good if, you know, both my wife and myself took roles in homeschooling our kids. Mm. Like, I, 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 that's how I'd want to set it up. I'd want both of us to be involved with it. And right. Then, and then have the option of private tutors to help specialise in certain areas and whatnot. Back to you, Jim. No, I just wanted to add, that's actually, I like that idea because they always say that they're like, the beginning years of the kids are like the most important for the rest of their life, eh? So, sponge. yeah, sponge. So, so you're changing. I like, you're, you're no, I, 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 no, I like my idea, but I also like Lachlan's idea. Oh, respect. So I, I like respect. both. I like both. Respect amongst the couch. What about you, Session? Um, I don't know, man. I think right now I might just say no to. I might send them just to the public school, mm. and um, just make sure that like they've got a good supportive home, mm. i.e., do not divorce my wife ever make sure they've got two parents growing up mm. um, and make sure we foster a winner's mentality inside the house, I guess. Ooh, and well um, I don't know. Nice. I, but it might change down the line. Yeah. But I think at the moment, I just... Also, the time um, the time uh, exchange from the parent's side, it's quite a big like commitment, you know? Yeah. Yeah, j- just to chip in there, I think that's it's definitely... <laughs> I mean, we're just like... Four young guys in our twenties without kids. Without kids. Yeah. <laughs> 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 We're doing the hybrid approach here. <laughs> yeah, I make like seven hundred bucks a week. Eh? <laughs> um, so yeah, barely afford yeah. to pay for I my mean, phone plan right now. Fuck, like, like, yeah, it's it's obviously a lot easier said than fucking done. So. I think more than anything, <laughs> good point. Bro. I think the answer, to be honest, to this whole conversation is it, it's irrelevant unless the home life is good. Yeah, because you could homeschool your kids and have the, the on paper the best setup, but you and your you know you and your wife, your kids' parents might be fighting all day. Yeah, and there might be a toxic negative energy in the house that you know psychologically has irreparable effects on your kids. Yeah, might look might might make school look like heaven in comparison. Mm, exactly, and and they might resent you for it and wish they went to school, and then now you've got a broken relationship with your kids. So, yeah. Do you think uh, the opposite's also true, where the perfect home environment can sort of um, set your kid up no matter how shit the public system's doing? Yeah, it can. Yeah, yeah to I, a, yeah. to an extent. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I think. Think about it. Like, I, imagine your kids come home at three three o'clock, right? And you're there for them from that from that point onwards to teach them, to reflect with them, to talk to them about what they've learnt, to make sure that they've learnt the right things and to actually be there for them, I think. Yeah. I yeah. think a toxic schooling system can be overcome by a good good home. Yeah, bro. This is getting more wholesome than we anticipated. Hey, when you got four guys on the couch, you can't really go any other direction other than wholesomeness. So I just go by they. <laughs> <laughs> Three guys on the couch. Just okay, we've just lost a quarter of the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, man, is it time for the sponsor for the video? We don't have a sponsor, but are you making one up? I on just wanted you to say that. Uh, oh, sponsored by Pfizer. No, yeah. is that the sponsor? Oh, no, that's no, another I thing. W- that's another thing. We all have the vaccine, so we don't even know if we're fertile. True. I froze my semen before I got vaxxed. Nice. I only fake got vaxxed. You faked it? Yeah. Yeah, I got saline. I, I bought I got, my I got, thing. I got, I got saline. Saline. Yeah. Any any Spudnik users? No. You get eight shots. So you're talking about you're talking about eight shots for summer right here. Eight uh, shots for Sputnik. Okay. <laughs> I, I, it looks like I'm the only protected person on the couch. 
until we yeah. Anyway, I kind of hijacked your answer. So you you said no. you'd, you said you'd send them to the public school yep. schooling system and make sure as long as you you're making sure that the the life at home is is yeah. good and the it's, relationship at home is good. I think regardless of like what approach you take like you say as long as the household's in place like 100%. that that's the that's that can be the parasite or the thing that <laughs> drives your kid to success mm. also it it's really like if your kid starts to get corrupted by this modern mentality of privilege being bad like if if your kid comes home and starts resenting you guys for creating the perfect household because they see all these famous people go and, or they see all these people go on America's Got Talent and tell these sad stories, which they're probably making up half the time. And now they're thinking to themselves, where's my sad story? You know, don't, they, if the kid starts thinking like that, just get, get out of my house anyways. It, it sounds like you're speaking from experience here. This sounds highly personal. Is this the case? <laughs> this is a shower uh, conversation. This is when you just, you, you interview yourself on the Ellen DeGeneres show. In the shower. Yeah. 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 And you just, you need a sad story, but you don't have one. <laughs> anyway. Sid, what are your thoughts? <laughs> would you homeschool your kids? I would only homeschool my kid. And obviously, like we discussed, it's a bit of a fantasy land because we're guys in our 20s and <laughs> I don't even make 700 a week. So <laughs> <laughs> if my kid can fund my existence, then I'll homeschool him. But yeah, like, no, nah, in terms of the... I- <laughs> in terms of um, the ideology of it, I wouldn't want to send them out to public school and... If I was to do the hybrid thing, which you guys mentioned, which I really liked, I would want the second half to be in the public system. So they're sort of more, they're going out with like the right message as Mm. determined by me at least. So Mm. um, yeah, sort of send them out when I think they're ready. But yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. It's a great answer. That's, um, oh yeah. I would just argue just because of my point, it's different to your guys' hybrid point, that the later part is just pointless because you're just going to, year nine to year 13 and it's just like then what mm. do exams mm. so, th- so yeah so the important part's the first half you reckon where all the growth's happening well, just so you can get your spelling in your reading you know i think we agree on the, the idea that the first half is most important that's why we're saying we'd rather homeschool first half and you're saying the exact opposite eh? yeah yeah i'm saying yeah. i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, 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 wait. wait reload wait. No, I'm saying that the first half is important <laughs> to send them to the public school. Oh, right. Yeah. And then the second half, take oh, just them, to get them under your wings. Get them to get bait. But if you... If you, you, you <laughs> no, guys, I get it. I'm I get it. You, no. guys, yeah, you, guys, you guys are saying that exams are pointless, but you're going to send your kids... To the exam. To the exam. No, you're saying let them that's go to great, school, understand great. basic basic arithmetic. <laughs> basic <laughs> basic no, go, bitch. Yeah, go. No, ba- basic arithmetic. And, um, yes. you know, English... Yeah, and then come home to you, and you can well, help them blossom. Yeah, when they hit year year eight uh, or year yeah. nine going forward, but yeah. I just know we we're talking about exams earlier. Maybe you do send them into the mixer first, then take them and and then chisel out the David statue. Oh, I'm just stubborn. I mean, I, I to be honest, in the first half, Jamie, I don't know what the fuck you were talking about, but you made you made a lot of sense when you said then that you came we're contradicting it. ourselves. Yeah, given our exam comments, that does make sense. Yeah. This, that's logical thinking right there on the end. So making the other end of the couch look stupid. Thanks. <laughs> making the far right look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Classic battle um, of the far left versus the far right. But I think I think if I was to send my kids in the second half, <laughs> it's more just I don't know, is it more for social opportunities? You just Sports, want no, it's just like that you and your wife have time to yourself at some point, right? True. Maybe this is yeah. what we gotta talk about. So you're gonna put you and your wife's <laughs> time first over your kids future yeah, how dare school. you bro yeah because i can your have as many kids as i want hypothetical kid i can have as many kids as i want i can't have as many wives as i want or can i no i can't no not if you're not if you're a good human being but <laughs> i respect everyone's opinions yeah no we keep it <laughs> respectful on the couch um <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've been recording for a long time. Do we? Do we need it? Was well, there any other? L- let's points? try and end on a positive because we shat on the system a lot. Yeah. Um, what do we think are the redeemable qualities of the current system as it is? I was gonna say actually, that's uh, what that's what I forgot to say is like I think all of us have, although we hated the traditional schooling system, the reason we holding we're holding on to some of its redeeming um, characteristics is because we probably 
all made some of our best friends from school mm. and um that's why look i mean look at that the touching, way you can touch man, the leg touching. like that is only a friend that you've made in school that's the way you touch a friend no, from there's, school's there's leg. a million benefits to the system as it is so yeah and it, it, when you're dealing with that many people uh, billions of kids it's you you can't get it right it's like the economic yeah. system as well you just can't as close as we can get with capitalism you can't get it right 100 percent. yeah so what's the answer to economics and education yeah god jesus christ agreed yeah okay so should we go around and say what we think the main benefits are of the public system as it is and this is so that chris hipkins doesn't get too mad at us yeah sorry auntie jacinda i think the social aspect the working with um women and men <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, you know, if that's if you go to a. A woman and men's school. <laughs> um, yeah, co ed school. Far yeah, out. Um, those are my two points, and I've done enough. <laughs> women and men's school and um, the social aspect. Moving on. Yep, yep. Um. <laughs> first and last time <laughs> uh, first of many times i imagine um yeah it has to be social it has to be social and also i guess it, you know we can't who are we to shit on something that has to an extent molded us into who we are today yeah that's 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 a tricky part right like i can't mm. i can't say that i'd be a better person would I be a better person if I was homeschooled? Who knows? I might be smarter, but I might be less... You might be breathing out your mouth. I might be a mouth breather <laughs> and I might, might be a little socially awkward, so... Yeah. 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 And um, this probably plays into the social aspect, but just to get a bit more um, micro, like um, romantic skills, like you learn early on in when you get it when you get your first crush in school, especially if you're in a co... This is now an argument for is uh, the same-sex schools better than the co-ed schools or whatever but if you're going to i'm just talking about it from a co-ed example when you get your first crush um it's not meaningless like it's important it's it's you're either going to get rejected or it's going to work for you and you're going to break up down the line either of those outcomes are character building experiences so um that that part as well yeah yeah, I agree 100% with what the panel has shared so far. This I think great the panel. social aspect is the key um, advantage. Yeah, Man and woman. Learning how to reciprocate, right? <laughs> no, on a real though, everything... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, everything comes back to man and woman though. No, like everything. Adam and Eve. Everything. That, he said it, yeah. yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah. Exactly. Yeah. What? I don't know. Peaky blinders. Yeah. Um, what do we have? Um, yeah. If you uh, let's end on a sort of a rapid fire one question. Um, if you could have only one teacher, so you're one years old, you can only have one teacher um, to teach you everything that you need to know. Who would it be? Anyone in history, dead or alive? Someone you really look up to, I guess. Jamie. The Son of Man, Jesus Christ. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wait. Try, try topping that. Lock yeah. <laughs> you can only go with another religion here. You're going to go with the businessman. The son of culture, Joe Rogan. Oh. Wow. Wow. And we're taking, we're taking, we're taking Joe Rogan, prime Joe Rogan, can, just can the guy now. Wow. Session, can you believe we almost didn't have these guys on? No, this like, is the we're never gonna get a better episode than this ever. I don't know why we on. did this. Why did we do this as episode two? Just gonna say shout out to my um, year one crush Emma Ralph. Yeah, I, Emma, here you if go. You're watching, look, look, look at how much he's blossomed into a fine young man and woman. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Session? Who's your teacher? Those are two great answers. Like now that I'm That's thinking, that wild. would probably be my two answers. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't actually know. Maybe, um, damn, I don't know. Jordan Peterson. Why Jordan Peterson? 
because you've taken Joe Rogan and Jesus. That's fair enough. Yeah, and he's Peterson's about halfway between the two, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. Well, for the sake of not just saying the ones that have already happened, uh, I'll go with Friedrich Nietzsche, philosopher, philosopher from the 19th century. Maybe I should go with like Plato. You can't change. Yeah, but now you I'll can change in 2023 anytime you want. <laughs> I've just been cancelled on live air. You d- back when you made that Jacinda comment, you got cancelled. So I don't know when we're gonna make episode three. If so so expect double the views next episode because we've just been cancelled. Yeah, well, we we seem to think that YouTube's just gonna let us upload this shit. You know, you're a flight risk after that comment. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, he's a flight risk just based on skin yeah. color. Yeah. You know that? Just gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Probably pick Nietzsche, the philosopher. Cool. But that's nice, only because Christ and Peterson are taken. And Rogan. And Rogan. And yeah. Sam Harris. But you don't really need much education today because as we learned on social media, lots of gurus have compiled everything they've learned into one document and it's free if you click the link below. Not on not on the not on this video, but on social on the social media gurus. And so. if you want your copywriting done, we've got a man on the panel who can do that for you as well. Yeah, we, we actually do. Uh, Frisson Media, F-R-I-S-S-O-N mm. Media. Jamie, do you want to shout out Formosa Golf Club? Yeah, if you want your lawns mowed, um, <laughs> yeah, just head down to Beachlands Formosa Golf Club. What quality do you... Oh, wait, what, what's bring a, their lawns to what? you. <laughs> <laughs> bring your lawns to me. <laughs> yeah. That's that New Zealand attitude, eh? Just yeah, know so, your worth. Yeah. 10 out of 10 mowing will, uh, will be done. 10 out of 10, nice, good quality. What, what service do you provide, Session? Well, recent podcaster... Um, we're never topping this episode ever. We're not. So no. I probably won't be a podcaster for long, but at least this is cemented in history. Um, yeah, not much, man. I enjoyed this conversation today. I'm actually pretty keen just uh, for Jamie and I to fly over to Argentina for a follow up episode. This was a follow up. Yeah, a follow up. Um, in your how department. do we? How do we, we can critique the workplace next? We've critiqued the education system. We can maybe critique the workplace. True. Mm. Which is a natural sequence. <laughs> yeah. The basis has to be critiquing, though. Mm. We don't do anything other than critique because we yeah. don't, like I said, you either critique or you win in life. We're going to critique. <laughs> 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 yeah. Okay. All right. Sounds is that, good. Is that everything? That sounds thank like Thank you, everything. everyone, for watching. If you yeah, made it this much. far, thanks. Takiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man and woman.